Welcome to uh, Padre Jeff's Living Water, where we together go out into a spiritual log cabin with the hermit himself. Not to be with the hermit, but to be with God, to enter into a dialogue together with God. And remember, in this dialogue with God, you are given something that's just for you. That's my prayer for each one of these little podcasts. That is, if you enter into this dialogue with God with me, there'll be something just for you. It happens in every dialogue. John's gospel is full of dialogues with the Lord Jesus, the dialogue of the, between the Samaritan woman and Jesus, the, the dialogue between Nicodemus and Jesus. This constant dialogue in John's Gospel, there's always something imparted to just that person, what that person needs at that time in their life. The purpose of a dialogue, uh, or how to dialogue first, is to get the hatred out of it. There can be no dialogue, for example, between Samaritans and Jews if there's hatred. There has to be a sincere search for truth. That's also part of dialogue. And remember that feelings do not tell us the truth. Feelings tell us many things and we need to listen to them. But our feelings are a cry for guidance. This is how I feel, but please guide me to the truth. That's our feelings. So. Feelings do not tell us the truth. They are invitations for guidance. And also part of dialogue is that <clears throat> disagreement is not the same thing as discrimination. And finally, the part of dialogue is uh, with God is to know that uh, theories have holes in them. So not all theories are truth and their theories because they haven't yet been fully proven. There are many theories, social theories, history, historical theories, and human theories and psychological theories, and um, they have holes in them. That's the definition of theory. Keep in mind that our society and laws and psychology and science and sociology and even history now is being based on theories so that's uh, what dialogue means. All right. So in our dialogue today with the Lord, just as we enter into a dialogue like the dialogue between Nicodemus and Jesus or the dialogue between the, the man who was ill for 38 years at the pool of Bethsaida and entered into a dialogue with Jesus and what was imparted to him was healing. Today, I think that the focus will be on the word return. It's a most prominent word in the scriptures, return, return, return. Shov is the Hebrew word for return. There's a book written by Brant, Brandon Vogt, V-O-G-T, called Return. It says how to draw your child back to church, but any college student, any high school student, can read it and in that book is one of my favorite quotes from Fulton Sheen 
There are not over a hundred people in the United States who hate the Catholic Church. There are millions, however, who hate what they wrongly believe to be the Catholic Church, which is, of course, quite a different thing. So, uh, perceptions are interesting. And if we enter into this dialogue with me uh, about the church, let's take it to the Lord in a dialogue and see if uh, some of our perceptions are really what we hate is what we wrongly believe to be the Catholic Church, but it isn't really. If we look at just a real quick sketch of what has made it hard for people to return to God, to return even to the church. Um, just a quick thumbnail sketch in the 70s and 80s, I know that we had already developed a non-Christian culture, but it wasn't anti-Christian. In fact, there were very beautiful Christian things going on. I remember the movie, uh, Brian's Song, in which uh, a black football player, an NFL player, and a white football player grew close together and supported each other. It was a model of integration, not desegregation. It, beautiful things like that. The Berlin came tumbling down in the 80s um, between the East and West Germany. Um, so we went on and, and had a non-Christian atmosphere. The developed into um, an attack in 9-11, jumping ahead here to 9-11 to, uh, uh, and, and the new millennium, the, the attack on the United States of America, the Twin Towers bombing, and that whole disaster was not just an attack on America, it was actually an anti-Christian attack, big time, because many of uh, the Islamic terrorists see America as a Jewish Christian country. So it's really a, an anti-Christian attack. And then in the public schools following that, there began to be a teaching, maybe out of fear or whatever, on respect for Islam, uh, which is a good thing. But there was no teaching on appreciation of Christianity there became just the opposite. As, as we said in the last podcast, as more and more Marxism is being taught in colleges and schools and for years now, um, the game plan is simply this. There is the oppressor and the oppressed. And the name of the game is that you can call anything that you want to get rid of the oppressor and the oppressed is free. So guess what? The church and Christianity is now in that category of the oppressor and therefore the oppressor must be rid of. Of course this is based on a theory and a philosophy of Marxism and interpreting history and Catholicism Christianity through the eyes of Marxism, through the oppressed and the oppressor eyes you can get rid of someone, again, that's the game plan, by just calling them an oppressor with absolutely no evidence. Just um, change the facts or rid the facts. Um, for example, you know, 
Christian church, the Catholic church, is oppressive because of its view of marriage um, between a man and a woman. It is oppressive because it's pro-life and therefore it is oppressive to women. Um, so there are so many of these misunderstandings um, that have cropped up and made the leap from non-Christian to anti-Christian, to anti-Catholic. And that is where we're at at this current time. This book, Return, uh, talks about some of the millions of people who hate what they wrongly to believe to be the Catholic Church, uh, who have this perception, some of it, and mentioned in the book, Return, uh, are personal issues, just like I, I don't have time for church right now, I'm too busy, uh, mass is boring and irrelevant, irrelevant, irreverent, irrelevant, <laughs> having trouble talking today. The church is too focused on rules and making people feel guilty. How could anyone remain Catholic after the sexual abuse crisis? And uh, I'm married to a non-Catholic. Returning to the church would really upset my spouse. I had a bad experience with the church and I can't see myself coming back. God can never forgive me for what I've done. These are uh, personal issues. Um, and some of them reflect a church that is, like I said, full of rules and oppressive. Again, that's part of the contemporary narrative. Chapter 13 of the book talks about moral objections. The church is so judgmental or the church hates gays and lesbian people, or I'm gay, how could I ever be Catholic? Or why is the church against me living with my boyfriend, girlfriend, we love each other, so what's the problem? Uh, if I come back when the church stops oppressing women. Um, so, so many of these issues are about, are captured in the words of oppression. The church is simply oppressive. It's not an instrument of God or God's love and mercy. Here's another one. I'm divorced. The church doesn't want me. All of it sounds so oppressive, of course, and that is what needs to be addressed. So I just want to call your attention in this dialogue to a book called Return, How to Draw Your Child Back to Church. If you're a college student or a high school student, you can actually just turn to these chapters 12, 13, and 14, and they begin to take this into this dialogue with Jesus something that I think will help to correct our perception or help us to shed light on our perceptions. So that's where we are today in our dialogue uh, with uh, Jesus, uh, with the Lord. Um, again, there is uh, just the emphasis on returning today, returning in a culture that has gone from non-Christian to anti-Christian to anti-Catholic, a point of reference to help us in the Hebrew, shov, and the English return, and it's a wonderful resource for you, is Brandon Vogt return how to draw your child back to the church so i want to stop there and just get you into this dialogue 
and we'll uh, continue our podcast. We'll continue our dialogue. This is Father Jeff praying that there's been a little something for you in this dialogue today. And it maybe gave you a little drink of living water. Not green Irish green beer, but living water.